What is up, everyone? Hello, and welcome to episode two of The Clack Box. We are so glad that you are here joining us. Um, if you're curious of the intro music, that is my boy Joey Vanderveer. And the Joey Vanderveer band, he did uh, a six-song EP for Summer Camp Songs. So that is what you are listening to. And now i got to pay him royalties now that I said his name. <laughs> so, um, this morning, I have a special guest. Um, I want to give you a heads up later on. I will be recording uh, for next week um, a follow-up on the intro talking about forgiveness. So if you're curious about that, we had a couple of comments and questions. So I do want to follow up on that. I'm excited and interested to see what comes out of that. But this morning... I am joined with one of my really, really good friends, Nathaniel. He is here every most Friday mornings. We get together at Trinity Street Indicator Coffee and have um, coffee and talk. We talk about life, talk about other things. But over the last year or so, um, he has been on quite an interesting personal journey for what God has for him. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about that. So if you'd welcome Nathaniel. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm I'm excited to be here. I'm glad that you're here. Looking forward to this. Um, ooh, I can really hear the lawnmower outside. Yeah. <laughs> Cutting the grass outside the church. It's just, that's just real. It's it's, just it the is real. real. It's the real. It's the rawness and the, the production quality of it. I should start a Patreon so we can get more money <laughs> besides my, my stipend of my own money. Um, so, yeah, we've been friends for about two years. Yeah. Yeah. We've been having a coffee. It's, it's been two years yeah. of like meeting kind of. At least every month or two, you know, two or three times a month, depending on our schedule. We we don't want to go back and look at how much money we spent on coffee. A lot of a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money. The the, the <laughs> quality of my coffee, I think, has gotten less as we meet more. I'm like, I'll take just take a small water. water. <laughs> yeah, take the little the littlest you have, just a hint of coffee. <laughs> we can put in a little bit of shot, the little like coffee shot espresso yeah. cups now, but yeah, it's exactly. like a whole cup. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've we've talked about a lot of stuff. But tell mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about you, mm-hmm. um, and I mean your Instagram. You and your wife's Instagram handles tell the story of your life. Yeah, uh, it's we. I mean, we got married really young. Am, am, my wife's name is Amber. Uh, we got married. Shoot, I just turned twenty. I was going into my junior year of college, and so we've been married coming up on ten years now. That's about what we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's um the, the twenty year mark. Sorry, not, the twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, I feel like as a as a 19 year old you're like I want to marry this girl and other people are like that's that's insane (laughs) like you don't know anything I didn't I didn't know anything but I knew I wanted to marry her and um as long as you knew that one thing yeah yeah and God really opened the doors uh to allow that to happen being very poor college kids um so I yeah we met at Biola University we're from California um weirdos yeah, <laughs> we got to Texas as quick as we could. I, I suppose is what they say. <laughs> so your Instagram handles are like hers is mom of two boys and two girls, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yours is father of four. Father of four. Yeah, with a four. With, with hour, which hour. doesn't make any sense, I suppose. It's creative though. Thank you. I like it. I, I, um, so you you guys and you guys have wanted to serve, and especially you have wanted to serve in the student ministry for a long time. But yeah. the first year and a half conversation was. Like me telling you no. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, <laughs> it was kind of like not yet type of thing. I don't um, want your help. Yeah, um, he had too many, too many good other leaders that he didn't need me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't say that's not true because <laughs> it's true. It is kind of. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so we, we we served at, at Grace for for a while doing other things, and I guess this 
this semester it was kind of like, all right, now it's time. Now it's time the kids um, have a, our kid. We have four kids, so we have kind of a, a like a little class going for them, which is really awesome. And then, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be on this team and to be you know a part of that. What's going on in in Grace students? Yeah, and you you are the what age group? What boys? Uh, senior, senior, senior boys. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to say that. I was like, that's not right, but I should know. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. Um, yeah, senior boys, uh, small group leader. Um, but you also help. We we started with you helping. Um, we kind of wrote and and taught to team taught together the Wonder series, which was our series about apologetics. Yeah, yeah. And then now you're kind of teaching a class on Sunday mornings for high school. Mm-hmm. based around some of that and some other apologetics stuff. Yeah. Is Jesus real? Is the Bible real? Mm-hmm. Um, and so far I've gotten a lot of great feedback. We know it's awesome. And so we're excited about that. But it's good to hear. You're a physical therapist. Yes. At mm-hmm. a local hospital. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say names unless they're going to sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I do work at a local hospital. <laughs> yes. There's one. So um, yeah, uh-huh. that narrows it down. Um, and you've, you're, I don't know if you're a good physical therapist or not. You, I, I don't either, to yeah, be honest. I don't know how that works. <laughs> uh, yeah, I work in the on the hospital side. So a lot of people think PT and they think like sports or... PT is short for physical therapy. Phys- yes, yeah, sorry. For no. The, the lingo. I, I've got to explain. <laughs> I was told I need to be better explaining terms. Sorry, yeah. I am a physical therapist um, in the hospital setting. So a lot of people think sports and what whatnot. But, um, but I'm in the hospital where I treat uh, sick, sick people, um, open-heart surgery, patients, strokes. Uh, I have one patient that I see on the outpatient that's a spinal cord injury. So that's the stuff that I like, and that's the kind of the patient population that I kind of focus on. Now, I know this kind of started a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like little seeds of this probably since college, mm-hmm. a little bit. But in the last 13 months? Yeah. 14 mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Some of our conversations on Friday mornings has turned to maybe a different calling. Yes. What yeah. is that different calling? Yes. Uh, yeah. So the, the, the different calling would be missions um, and going into the mission field. Um, the, that, that journey, I guess, started back in like high school. I read uh, Brother Andrew's book, God Smuggler. Um, where it's a like, great name for a book. I know, right? Um, it's about this guy, uh, Andrew, who actually he started Open Doors Ministries um, years and years ago. But he wrote this book, his autobiography, and it basically he would go and smuggle Bibles into uh, Soviet Russia and the communist countries. Um, <clears throat> and so I read his book, and it, it kind of opened my eyes to the persecuted church. And I'm like, that's, that's amazing. That's what I want to do. And God kind of planted that seed back in like late high school. And then I kind of went to college, did my doctorate work, did family, kids and all that. And it was kind of on the back burner until about 14 months ago. And one of these um, kind of one of our coffee sessions over time, I'm like, now is the time. Like God kind of like just I can't remember exactly when, but it was like God saying, now's the time to start. I've planted the seed in you. Now it's time to start growing. Um, and I'll never forget, we were having breakfast, which was a, a different thing. Yeah. Change, change for us. We were having, having some food. And uh, we were splurging a little bit, I think. <laughs> Got that paycheck. Yeah, woo! I want some eggs. Um, 
Yeah, we, and, and you said something that I wrote down. It was pretty profound. And I don't even know if you remember this. Uh-oh. Um, but you, be you, who you is. <laughs> you be you. Uh, no, it was uh, this, this idea of it's not our job to push the dominoes. It is our job to set them up, and it is God's job to push. And so this idea of like preparing for this vision that I got to put in my heart, um, so that, when God, that way when God says go, things are set up and I can, mm. I can go. And so I began kind of putting up the dominoes, I guess, so to speak. Do you, like I said that, and it sounds great now and very <laughs> profound, but let's, like, do you think that people, it's like, okay, God, there's a vision. Like, I've, you've given me something in my heart that tells yeah. me to go for that. Mm-hmm. And then do you think, people then go, okay, so I, I'll go when you tell me to go, but I'm not going to search out how to get it set up. Hmm. So that they're almost like, God, I'll do it if you tell me, but you're you're gonna have to do miracle upon miracle upon miracle to make it happen. Yeah. And then we go, I don't understand why it's not happening. Yeah. And so I think that's where that that thought came from. Mm-hmm. That like you have to start doing things to yeah. see if he's you can't like go put the fleece out. Yeah. Don't go Exactly. Yeah. You put the fleece out, God, and make it dewy yeah. or, or not or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, he's not going to buy my plane ticket. If, if, the, say, if, the, if the idea is missions, he's not going to buy the plane ticket, put me on the plane, and then all of a sudden I'm like, how did I, why am I in China? Yeah, like, a tribe of Africa is not going to show up at your door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to be Which evangelized. Would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. This is really easy. <laughs> well, that's not going to do I just need to leave my PJs. <laughs> um, when I think, I think a little bit too, uh, that it, like, I'm not going to belittle my advice that you felt like was profound. Yeah. Um, but like, for me, when you start bringing up missions, mm-hmm. I've never really, like, I think it is a calling. Yeah. Well, right? Um, I've never really had, like, I love missions, like, go, mm-hmm. people go. Yeah. I've never felt the drive to go. Yeah. And so even in your, and I'm just being transparent, in your mm-hmm. journey, I was kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. People are called to different things. Um and I think the idea of like missions, I think we should clarify like international missions yeah, or like cross-cultural missions because like our backyard is, you know, our mission field type of thing, right. which is super cle- like church cliche. Like, <laughs> what would Jesus do? My, my, my backyard is my mission field. Yeah. <laughs> I am second. <laughs> um, Have you seen they've changed that? Total side note. It's, there's, it's like, it's called the white chair sessions now. Yeah, yeah, I, have, I didn't know those are the It's the same thing. It. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's really interesting. Huh. Um, a total side note, right? Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> um, but well, and I think that's biblical, right? Judea, yeah. Samaria, and other, other mm-hmm. most parts. And so yeah. where Jesus says that's that's our mission field. And some people have mm-hmm. specific, yeah. like, you know, wheelhouses for that and their calling mm-hmm. and what's comfortable or life settings and stuff. So yeah, we, were, we were at Sweetwater Cafe on the square mm-hmm. when we had this conversation. Yeah. I remember yeah. getting. That doesn't exist anymore. They closed down. No. We closed that place down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too much Jesus. Um, but then, so what were the dominoes? Like you said, I, need, I needed to set up some things. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so there was, um, there was what it actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Yeah. It was conversations with my wife. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's, yeah. let's go. I want to go down all those paths. Okay. Because I think they're interesting. Because yeah. God, God did a lot in all of those. <clears throat> yes. Let's talk about what was the first thing that you did? Like if, if there was a domino, where, do you, where did you start? Besides yeah. God, where do I start? Yeah. I mean, it, so I knew persecuted church and I knew I want to do physical therapy because I feel like if, if I have a skill set, I should use that to help people's physical needs as well. So 
So I'm like, okay, that's super broad because a lot of people need PT all over the world, physical therapy. <laughs> and, um, and the persecuted church is a massive part of the world. I mean, there's a lot of persecuted areas. There's the Middle East, there's parts of Asia, there's parts of Africa. I mean, there's persecuted is big. So the first thing I did, I was talking to one of Amber's cousins, a really smart dude, and he said, okay, you like neuro, right? Like, so like stroke, spinal cord, that's kind of where I treat a lot. And you like the persecuted church. Those are the two kind of groups. So do a cross-reference search. Just search, like literally uh, cross-reference um, on Google. And so I did that. I cross-referenced persecuted church. And I crossed uh, with, uh, I, I did stroke prevalence because neuro is not super broad. So strokes. And, and there was this overlap of Central Asia. Um, and so that was kind of the first thing. I'm like, okay, don't know anything about Central Asia. I have, I mean, no clue. It's not even like on my radar as far as geographical, like like Central Asia. I don't know where that is. <laughs> it's in the center of Asia. It is. It is. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was the that was the first, I guess, domino. It was like, okay, narrow narrow down the scope a little bit to a general location. Um, so I was, I looked up. I, I I got Central Asia. I'm like, okay, that's specific. Um, yeah. Um, and then so so then I, um, let's see, I knew Central Asia, and then I'm like, okay, what what does physical therapy look like in Central Asia? Again, no idea. I don't know anything about Central Asia, so I Googled um, physical therapy in Central Asia, which Google has been a very good help <laughs> through this whole process, I guess. Google actually does help Jesus. <laughs> yes. And I just got kicked off of Google Play Music. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so uh, so I googled physical therapy in Central Asia, and one of the top things that came up was a job opening for a mission organization, and mm. and so I click on it, and it said um, there's this list of jobs for a Central Asia part of this mission organization, and the jobs were along the lines of businessman, preacher, evangelist, you know, mission like typical you would think for a mission organization. The only medical one was physical therapist. No nurse, no doctor, no PA, you know, more, I guess, common, I guess. Yeah. Physical therapist. And then it moved on to, like, teacher. And so I'm looking at this, like, okay, I just Googled this. Like, what does it look like? And there's these jobs for this mission group um, that need, they need a PT in this part of the world that I just, like, cross-referenced. Um, and so that, I, that was another step where I'm like, okay, God, I'll jump down this rabbit hole that you seem to be digging or with the sovereignty of God, I suppose it's already there. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and there's that chess piece. <laughs> um, and so, so I jumped down that road and I called them. Um, and that was almost exactly a year ago um, that I called them and said, Hey, I'm a physical therapist. <laughs> like, what can you tell me about this? Like whatever this is. And, um, so I talked to their director for the U S and, um, and he said, and this was, this was actually Halloween last year, he's like, hey, you know what? You need to talk to my brother. I had mentioned Biola University, and he's like, my brother went to Biola. Oh, boy. And I'm like, okay, you guys are based out of Virginia. Your brother is currently uh, a, a full-time missionary in Cyprus um, and is now the director for Central Asia and that whole kind of part of the world. And uh, he's like, you need to talk to my brother. He went to Biola. I'm like... Okay. And that's in California. That's in California. Yes. Yeah. Viola's in California. 
Um, and then he said, um, his wife also went to Biola. Amber also went to Biola. And they have four kids. And I, I at the time I had three. I had a, one was brewing in the, in, the, in the womb. But I now have four kids. And so he's telling me all these like weird parallels. And not that like he's like a doppelganger of mine or anything like that or like me in the future. But it was a weird like God just being like, you're on the right track. It was almost like a, um, I don't know, like a little nugget of, of like affirmation. Like, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, well, and I think when you're taking on something so large, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, I know nothing. Yeah. I don't know an organization over there. Yeah. Like there's not like a, like a, you know, <laughs> a website, send me to Central Asia for missionary work yeah. as a physical therapist. Yeah. yeah. Um, then, you know, I think that's like an app of connection. <laughs> a tender for that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Swipe right for yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that you need those nuggets. Yeah. Right? Because cause I remember some of our conversations were, this is a daunting task. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And then it did seem like God just kind of opened these nuggets of floodgates. Yeah. Of just like, bam, this, bam, this. Oh, this is weird. This is weird. This is weird. This is weird. And I know you journaled through that. Yeah. Like, to be able to, like, you could list. Yeah. And I feel like every Friday there was... This, oh, you're not going to believe this happened. Oh, you're not going to believe this. Yeah. It, it kind of got annoying, actually. Uh, <laughs> not really. Um, yay for you. Yay for you and your relationship with God. But, um, but then, so you, so you have this, you start to have, build relationships through that. And you start mm-hmm. to kind of have a scenario. And you're getting super excited Yes. Mm-hmm. about all of these things that God is doing. Yeah. Okay, so list, give me like two more of just these random nuggets of, of what you felt like were affirmation God was doing. Yeah, um, let's see. One of them, uh, so I, I, I love apologetics, and I study with this, um, not with this guy, I don't know him personally, but I study William Lane Craig. He's a professor at Biola, debates atheists, and has two PhDs, super smart dude. But pretty specific when it comes to apologetics, I mean, it's a small world, but first of all, not a lot of people study apologetics, and he's one of several. And so I mentioned this to this missionary that is in Cyprus. And I'm like, yeah, I love studying William Lane Craig. Have you, I'm starting this series with the youth. Um, do you, like, wh- what do you think of him? And he's like, oh, I know him. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I've translated for some of his stuff. He's, uh, he's, he's had dinner. He's had dinner with me. He, um, like, we're, like, we have a, a, a relationship where, like, he speaks um, in the country I was in. He's spoken there, and, like, we have this relationship. So I'm like, okay, that's so crazy. That's crazy that you, like, know this guy that I've been studying for years. That is so specific. I'm like, okay, that's that's a little nugget of affirmation, I suppose yeah. you can call it. So then you have these things that are kind of trickling, but they're not, like, I think it's weird. Like, sometimes we want the, the full two-by-four to yeah. the face. Mm-hmm. And this isn't full two-by-four. No, 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 no. Now, there's a lot of these little, like, one by ones, like it's toothpicks, right? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you're starting to get excited. Yeah. yeah. But then there's another angle to this. Yeah. Which is family. Yeah. Hey, honey, we're, we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's something you want to say to a pregnant woman. <laughs> Eight months pregnant. Hey, congrats on the baby. Also, we're going to move to a third world country or a developing country. You right. know? So. Um, but we had, and I, I don't want to, <clears throat> like... I'm going to push you on this a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, yeah. Even though there's a microphone here. Like, that was not the easiest of paths on this. And not because of Amber. Like, I want yeah. to be clear. Not because of Amber. But because yeah. of 
the, the topic, what it looks like, mm-hmm. and what it could mean, even though you're still figuring out what does it mean. Yeah. Um, and so what was, what was one of the biggest lessons? I mean, I know, but our audience doesn't know. What yeah, was yeah. one of the biggest things that we talked about for that, that mm-hmm. some of us sometimes miss on our journey with a family? Yeah. Um, th- there w- first there was an aspect of like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to overwhelm you with like this vision. Oh yeah. And so it was like, it's all I would talk about. It was like what I was excited about. It was on my heart and on my mind, which is good to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it put everything else secondary. It, it made my wife second. It made um, my kids second. At least at least it per- had that perception from, mm-hmm. from her. Like, if this is all you're talking about, like, what about, like, us, our family, our marriage, gotcha. type of thing. Um, so there was that aspect. And then kind of becoming aware of that, I just, like, stopped talking about it completely. So I started do, putting up these dominoes and then not saying anything. Um, like, planning a trip. Without really like making it kind of vague, like remember we t- we talked about it at some point, didn't we? Um, just super super vague, and just kind of just because I didn't want I, to overwhelm her. I mentioned leaving you for ten days. <laughs> yeah, didn't I? I I mean I could have sworn I, I said that. Um, and so we we kind of had the conversation of like, um, like having her be a part of it, and and not not excluding not it doesn't have to be the, the center of our our life type of thing but having her be just a part of this vision because it is if if, if we are one we're married then uh, we don't have to be in the same ministry but we are a team um, in some capacity yeah we also have dealt with that a lot because you know she's not your stereotypical pastor's wife or student pastor's wife right mm-hmm. a lot of churches feel like like, is your wife called the youth ministry too? So we can get two for one on the salary. Yeah. And that's totally not fair. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's not. And so, um, we, we've dealt with like, you're like, you support fully mm-hmm. my calling, but it, it doesn't have to be your calling as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, yeah. And so some conversations we had was how do you bring her, have her be a part of it with it not overwhelming her. Yeah. And, and where she's a part of it, because I say this too a lot. Um, God gave our wives the ability to be amazing temperature gauges for our family. Mm, yeah. Right. I mean, usually mm. wives discernment is just off the charts, Yeah. especially when it comes to us, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, so, so in that, like, how did you, you went from overwhelming her with excitement yeah. to like, like, Oh, I'll just shut down, mm-hmm. which yeah. is. Not good. Not a good response. No. So no. then what, where'd you go from there? Yeah. So eventually we kind of had a, <clears throat> a few conversations where we, did you cough on purpose? Like <clears throat> conversations, <clears throat> no conversation. No, <laughs> that was totally unintentional. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we had just a few conversations about, um, like what, where, where she was at with the planning of all this stuff and kind of where my heart is. Um, and kind of reevaluating like where my heart was because uh, my first ministry is our is our marriage and is is our family and mm-hmm. so if I'm neglecting that to go do something else like God's not gonna honor that um, and so I had to really kind of pull back and really focus on like okay is our marriage good is our is our is the way that I'm parenting not that it's perfect but my heart and kind of my hierarchy of ministry was readjusted again um, and so. The planning of it became more of like, hey, let's do this together. Is th- are these dates okay? Are is this 
place okay. These are these are the, some of the conversations I'm having. Yeah, pray with me. Yes. About these dates. Pray with me. Yeah. Not like, are you okay with it? Yeah. 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 yeah it was more. Yeah. It was a partnership. It yeah. wasn't like I'm doing this. I'm not asking you to go, but I'm asking you to to to, to pray with me about yeah. this place, these people, mm-hmm. th- these dates, and things like that. Yeah. And it, it was um and it was less. I think before what I was doing was like, hey, I I'm planning this. You need to pray about it and be okay with it. You know, it wasn't, Ooh. it was like more of like, you be the bad guy, but you're going to be the bad guy to God, <laughs> you know, like that, that type of As thing. a leader, you're stepping out of the, out of the firing range and pushing her into it. Yeah. yeah exactly. Right. Totally. Yeah. You yeah. have to okay this, mm-hmm. which yeah. is hijacking yes. her discernment. Exactly. So this, I never thought about this. So this mm-hmm. is new. This is okay. fresh. Just yeah. as, Sweet. To show you that I'm listening. Yeah. Not yeah. Just, um, <laughs> the, uh, do you think what was going on was you were still trying to push the first domino down or the second domino domino yeah. down a mm-hmm. little bit with that. Yeah. Because I had already planned, I, like I was like, this, this is my plan. And so I was pushing instead of setting things up. I was kind of like, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to do it this date and, and this is how I'm going to do it. And you need, you need to be okay with that. Now this goes into total marriage talk Yeah, on accident. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Do you, does that circumvent? her her like the gifts that God's given her for to be used for you guys to be one yeah yeah I think so um because it just means I'm steamrolling her under the guise of ministry like this is for Jesus you must be okay with this and and that's not fair um because it's still steamrolling it's not a partnership it's not a um and even though I feel like it's my job to lead our family that, is, that's not, that that's, does not mean like bulldozing. Well, it, or I would, I would, let me, let me sound a little bit smarter than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It does not mean, um, circumventing her gifts. Yeah. Like her spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. I agree. And yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's interesting. It just came to my mind. I was just thinking about that as you were replaying that. Yeah. Like you were talking about. Okay. So, so now Amber, mm-hmm. right. Um, who we, you and I have shared like how, how awesome you've shared how awesome Amber is as a wife. Yeah. So then it's funny how we kind of start circumventing, even though we, you have a great life, you know, yes. wife and yeah. uh-huh. marriage and all that stuff. Um, and so, uh, so, okay. So then we kind of get on board with that. Mm-hmm. So then you're starting to cast kind of the net out. Like yeah. you were, okay, I'm going to start calling these people or emailing these people. Yeah. You start getting some feedback back mm-hmm. and then we start, it starts getting real. Yeah. Yeah. It started to become real, Really, real, really quick. Yeah. I can't say willy wheel because I just use my W. <laughs> willy willy. I'll say willy wheeled. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not kidding. My life, my wife is cracking up right now <laughs> laughing because even last night as we're going to bed, she's like, can you say willy wheeled? And I'm like, no, I can't say willy wheeled. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, so then, I know, you correct me if I'm wrong. So mm-hmm. now what happens is we, you kind of find an organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have an idea of yeah. where to go, mm-hmm. an idea of when. Yes. That's yeah. kind of, and now it's the how. Yeah, the, the more specifics, um, I think. And now that you know Amber's on board, it's kind of like, okay, um, what, does, what, is, what, what are the specifics? Because you can't live in like a limbo kind of no plan world forever. And so I started talking to uh, the... The organization that I had I had kind of been connected with, and they shared that there's a team um, 
in uh, a specific country in Central Asia that have been praying and needing help from a physical therapist because there's some orphans there. There's a lot of different physical needs mm-hmm. not being met, um, specifically with kids with disabilities. And so um, they're like, that'd be a great place to start. And um, and then as far as dates go, it kind of came down to, okay, <laughs> of my million children where when is not a birthday so <laughs> like okay let's see what part of the year like doesn't fall on a birthday um and then kind of how long what does the time it takes almost two days of travel to get to this this country um and so yeah it was it was kind of adding, making the specifics applying for a new passport and new visa and plane mm. tickets and raising support and it was all this kind of the, the logistics um which making it real which we have the tendency to have logistics become instead of hurdles roadblocks yeah and i found that when we're playing when we're praying or trying to sort through what god wants to do for us it, it's really hard to pray through and figure out what is satan just trying to get me to stop mm. or is a sign from god that i need to stop yeah yeah that's so hard oh to my discern. gosh mm-hmm. and so i know that like for you that was there was some bounce back and forth of that even yeah. though for the most part you guys were like go yeah um so now we've got the logistics and that all that hanging over your head mm-hmm. the conversation how many shots do you need you know yeah <laughs> yeah all, all that stuff <laughs> yeah um but one of those for you mm-hmm. was um, and still a little bit is is um, kids. Yeah. Like you don't work with kids. I don't. And no. so when they're saying the need is kids. Yeah, that's that's so physical therapy is like any other medical profession. You can specialize in specific things. And so I kind of am more on the hospital neuro side and they're needing help with pediatrics or kids. And so kind of talking through that with the team that's over there um well i had to be honest i'm like i i don't i don't know what i can bring to the table because i don't treat kids i don't really know (laughs) like a lot when it comes to pediatrics (laughs) um and like i mean the general the general stuff is the same but if i were to go into like a pediatric clinic in the u.s i wouldn't wouldn't, yeah i wouldn't know what it would take a long time for me to kind of like build up my um, my skill set treating kids and so i was honest with that and um, the team there was kind of like, you know more than we know now. <laughs> like with your ge- with general therapy knowledge, like you know more. And you so already um, trumped us. Yeah, so that was encouraging, and and I keep kept reiterating, and I feel like I feel like at this time it was it was like a twofold thing. God was saying you need to prepare, so like review your pediatric stuff that you've learned. Um, but on the other side, Satan was doing a really good job yeah. at um, making me doubt myself and and the whole vision. I mean, he was trying to kind of corrupt the entire thing. Like, well, you're not even going to be used in in this setting. You're not even like you don't even know enough to help anybody. And then, um, yeah, so that's been that's been interesting. It's been interesting to to see that kind of play out um, that self-doubting slash preparing kind of process has been it's been interesting and we talked about that pretty heartfelt one day Mm -hmm. um because it was you were limiting like and i'm not blaming like yeah yeah not to be 
firing arrows at you, <laughs> but there was an element of limiting how God could use you. Yeah. Versus just saying, okay, I'm going to go. Yeah. And, right. and, and with like, with, with sin, like I'm not perfect. Mm. And so like Satan does such a good job at accusing us. And so he was like, how, how could God use you there if you're doing this here? Or, or if you, I, I remember you doing this, like, so like, he's like, I can't use you. Like you're a sinner. Um, and so we talked about that a little bit. Standing out in the rain. Yeah. In the rain. <laughs> yeah. At really having to pee, I think. <laughs> um, it's because of the coffee. <laughs> yeah. And we're getting old. Yeah. Um, and so that was, uh, that's something that I've been praying for and praying through the idea that God uses people. He doesn't use perfection. Um, and so I've been trying to, and, and there's an element, like you said, like, get, get your stuff together. <laughs> like, and, and for sure, like, we're called to to a higher standard. Right. But we're going to walk in grace day to day to day. We're walking in grace. His mercies are made new every morning. Yes. Yeah. And so I've been thinking, like, meditating on that idea um, that, like, when I hear that accusation, it's, yeah, I need to, I need to hold myself to a higher, higher standard, but... I'm going to walk in grace that I know that God can still use me. Yeah. There's a really fine line there and I'd love to this. Okay. Let's just let's have this. Let's throw this as a topic for okay. yeah. for a long time from now. Yeah. Um, Satan does a really good job of saying you're damaged goods. Mm. And when we think we're damaged goods, we question calling. We question yeah. ability. Mm. We question identity. We question spiritual gifts. Yeah. Right. And that's, there's the author of confusion right there. Yeah. Yeah. And for so, sure. How do you know the, the, the future topic? Make comments on this if you guys have questions or thoughts. I'd love, I'd love to read long comments and questions from you guys on this because I think it's a big topic of how do we still, how do we fight? I don't even know how to wrap my head around it. How do we fight the accuser when he's almost right? Mm. Right? Because there's an element of like, man, I'm, I, I am a sinner. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of what he says, like, you might be right about that, but it's not going to stop me from going. It's not going to stop me from yeah. trying. It's not going to stop me from mm-hmm. feeling like damaged goods, right? Like yeah. I, I uh, side note real quick was, um, and I'll talk more about this was there's a, God was hitting me on this about f- 10 years ago and we went to a church service and it was right after I had um, elbow replacement surgery and, um, one elbow didn't work as well as the other, right? Like I looked like I was doing the robot when I tried to move it. It just didn't move. And, um, but I was feeling very like damaged goods. God can't use me in ministry and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember, I don't know what the song was, but I remember I was standing, um, at the service. It was at cross Tivers, And when they had the Keller mm-hmm. campus at the old Harbor church, is it Harbor or anchor anchor okay, in Keller. And I remember I was just weeping and God was like, you're not damaged goods. Look at your arm. And I look over, my left arm is praising God, mm. all damaged, scarred up, replaced, right? And it yeah. was like, you just, whatever it is, wherever you're at, like, yes, yeah. get your stuff together. Mm-hmm. But come on now, yeah. you know? And yeah. so I'd love to talk more about that because I'm super passionate job. about that. Anyways, yeah. so so now we're, bat- we're battling Satan. So now we're in the throes of it. Mm-hmm. But then God did something really dope. The moment you said, I need money for this. Oh, Dude, <laughs> this was a chills, a chills moment, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so, so I've been, I went through kind of this process where, um, 
I was talking to uh, my brother-in-law who kind of runs um, a business and he's like, we could, we could help finance this. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Um, but then <laughs> he was also kind of like, you should build support. Um, and, and, and not like we don't want to pay for all of it, but it was this idea of you should have a ministry team. And I, I read a couple things that were this idea that like Paul had people around him praying and supporting him. And mm. Jesus had people around him that were praying and, and, and he had like a team. And so I started developing this idea of a team and um, sent out a letter. And as I was doing this, um, a really good friend of mine um, who I had developed a relationship with over two years now, um, he was going through some medical stuff. And so I, the day that I was going to send out this support letter, um, I'm like, you know what? He's going through a lot. His family's going through a lot. I'm not going to, I'm not going to send a letter to him. And so I decided, okay, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to send it to him. I'll send it to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, that day that I sent the letter out, he texted me and said, Hey, what's your address? I want to send, uh, my wife and I want to send, uh, a check to you for, for your trip. And I was like, uh, okay, like what? <laughs> like I would just decided not to send this letter to asking to for you. support to you specifically. Yeah. And that day that I decided not to, he texted me. And so he sent me, um, he sent me support and it was like mind, mind blowing. Like God, another like big God nugget of like affirming, like you don't need to worry about this stuff I have got it covered if I've called you to do this I'm gonna make sure it it works and I think finances especially with mission trips is such a big like people see that and they're like no I can't go like that how am I supposed to raise up that money yeah because you're talking five six seven eight thousand yeah. dollars to mm-hmm. go oh yeah I mean not your trip but just on mission trips in general oh, yeah, it's expensive yeah. yeah it's very expensive and so um that can be a huge block and I feel like I feel like such a good um, a good advice is to write down all the, the little nuggets that God is doing, like mm. to affirm. And that way, when doubt starts to set in, or when you're accused of stuff, you know, from the the accuser, um, you can look back at all the things that God has affirmed and been like, "No, you've done this." And and in prayer, you can be like, "God, you've done this. You've done this. You've done this." Like, continue to affirm that this is what you've called me to do. Um, and so I had I've continuously looked back at that stuff, but yeah, financially, um, huge. I mean, I was incredible because I was not planning on. <laughs> so did you open the open it or did Amber open it first? Who opened it first? I I opened the I opened it first, and I I almost started crying. I'm not a huge crier. Um, That's true. I don't think I'm I'm pretty I'm fairly stoic. I, I think <laughs> I'm a robot. <laughs> I have emotions. Stoic. Um, Hiccup. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, but I open. I just almost broke down because I'm like, I don't deserve this. I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't deserve this. It was my. That was my initial thought. Like I. I, I don't. This is not. I'm not worthy of this. And um, Amber, Amber was like, that's not for you. Crap. And I'm like, <laughs> speaking wisdom. <laughs> like that was profound. Um, but it's true. It, it's not for me. And I, I texted my friend and I'm like, I, again, I don't, I don't deserve this. And he's like, that's not even our money. That's the Lord's money for the Lord's work. And I'm like, 
okay, but it was for me a little bit, right? <laughs> like, but it was, I was such a cool. Can, it, can I buy new headphones out of this? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need new pants. Um, yeah, that was, it was such a cool, like, truth that it was not mine. That it was the Lord, like, he was like, I gave this from, like, I was blessed. It's from the Lord. I'm giving it back to the Lord. And you just are a vessel to go use it for the Lord. Oh, it's so intriguing, man. That's such a, like, when you, when you, and we say that from the stage a lot. Like, when you give others a soul to every dollar, you know, whatever you (laughs) you say. Um, I'm not mocking it, but, like, that you just, yeah, yeah, you do. And so, but it is so true that, Mm -hmm. like, when your friend or anybody who's given to to this, this venture, this journey, um, that you're going on, like I'm giving, like, I'm going to let a cat out of the bag here, but like I'm giving, or these people are giving because of like the pictures of the x-rays you've gotten, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, like you've shared with me, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure Amber and, or, and some other people, like the x-rays that they've sent you yeah, of kids the that yeah. you'll be seeing. And it's, it's horrific. Yeah. Like it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, that's what that's going to, to, to help try to provide even just a physical, um, relief yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. And so like, again, we, we say all those, what feel contrite, like sayings and, and everything, but yeah. it actually is incredibly tangibly true. Yes. Um, so sure. did, 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 let's talk honestly. Okay. Not that we haven't, but I'm going to push, push again. More raw. This is, this is the clag box. This is what we do. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> did all of a sudden a weight get lifted off? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that was, a, that was an obstacle. I'm like, how I started looking at the cost of a visa, the cost of passport, the cost of going like the, just the plane ticket, let alone like living there for 10 days. Um, that was a huge daunting task. And so that was a a weight lifted that, um, to kind of free me up mentally. Okay. Now I need to start preparing for preparing like for all the little things like, um, like what supplies I'll need and, and all that stuff. So yeah, it was a huge weight, huge unburdening. So now we're here. Yes. Any, anything else you want to add to the nuggets that's happened before we go to, oh, we're man. here now? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, there's been so many um, different little nuggets of just God affirming. Um, I mean, specifics. I got really obsessed with this idea of doulos, which is a Greek word for bondservant. Um, and, and I was reading through that radical mentoring group, this book, and read about doulos and we're bond servants of Christ. I'm like, oh, I love that. And I was obsessed with this idea. Next tattoo. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding, Amber. <laughs> um, and uh, not That's really. weird. We're in a not tattoo really. color right now. That's so strange. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, and then, so I'm talking to that missionary that is in Cyprus, and he's telling me the story about... Um, he was in he was in Turkey years ago, and he felt isolated and didn't know any there weren't any Christians, and so he prayed for a Christian and prayed for a Christian friend, and he went he got invited to translate on this ship, and the ship turns out it was a uh, operation mobilization um, mm-hmm. as a mission group, it was their ship, and it was like a ministry missionary ship where they would go and and they would do a bunch of cool stuff. The ship's name was Dulos. So he tells me that, and I'm like, I've been obsessed with this word for the past week. 
And, and like, we just happened to be talking off topic what we were talking about. That the ship that, like, helped him. Okay, great question. Uh-huh. Like, I'm totally going to interrupt you. Okay. Do you... So you do get obsessed with things. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. I'm in my head a lot. Yeah. The moment I feel bad about being obsessed or overthinking, I just remind myself of you, and I feel so good. <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, you're my best encourager um, on, you know, like that. So... um do you think that you've been looking mm. for God to set things up? You're going to be, make me be in my head about that. <laughs> because, um, because like we haven't talked about that. Yeah. I think what's, what's interesting is we, I think when we're, when we're praying through something or mm-hmm. we're, um, God, what do you want me to do? Or we're setting up dominoes or is this what you want me to do? And we're kind of mm-hmm. putting the fleece out through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a great tendency to see why not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like we see negative. Like as humans, we just see negative. Yeah. I think it's just yeah. what we do. I, I tend to do it. Like yeah. I don't, I, it's very easy to see black, a black spot on a white thing than to see a white spot on a black thing. It's just yeah. the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so, but through this process, I've, I've been in, intrigued. You've seemed to have the mentality of looking for his affirmation. Yeah. I, Almost subconsciously. I don't know if I'm actively seeking out, like, I mean, I'm praying, like, a lot about, God, if this is you, you need to let me know. Like, continue to continue to, to speak truth into this mm. division. Um, and each step I take, God, I need reassurance because I do spend a lot of time in my head kind of doubting myself and doubting what I'm doing or, or not even doubting, just thinking, just, yeah, I, 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 I have never sensed a lot of doubt from you. Yeah. It's, it's mainly just overthinking or, and, um, yeah. So I don't know if I've been just ask the spirit to make you aware. Yeah. Is that a better way to yeah, put it? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Because, uh, like the doulist thing, the, the Dr. Craig, uh, apologetics thing, like those aren't, I wasn't looking, I was just talking. Like I wasn't looking for like in those specific conversations, him to be like, "Hey, like yes, you should." Like the the guy I was talking to, like, "Yeah, you should go." Right, but it, like, I guess what's interesting though is that your take on just these little things has been, "Oh, he's affirming me," mm. instead of going, "I don't see it. Where is it, God? Yeah. You haven't shown up." You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. like, so yeah, being aware of it, yeah, for sure. I've been trying trying to be more a little bit aware. Yeah, I'm not saying like you don't want to do the whole thing of like I got a flat tire, so I shouldn't go to Central Asia, right? Like, <laughs> shouldn't go to work. Yeah, like, <laughs> Satan gave me a flat tire a year ago, so I shouldn't go to you know to Central Asia. Like, yeah. it's not you're not like you're not reversing that. Like, yeah, yeah. like a Bible appeared, so I gotta you know be a missionary for my life, yeah, right? Yeah. But there has been this um, this keen awareness, yeah, from you, which has been really interesting and encouraging to watch because a lot of times, and you and I have talked about this as scale. Oh, yeah. Where do we allow Satan to not minimize what we can do based on scale? Yeah. Um, and do we take what God gives us? You know, God could have given you the the doulos word and the interaction with that as in like, you could have gone, huh, that's funny. Or yeah. you could have gone like, God, are you speaking to me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's that's really intriguing that you've done that. And I think mm-hmm. journaling those things down is huge. Yeah. Like you said, it's an encouragement to go back and look, no, Satan, shut up. This is what God, yeah, God's telling me to go. Yeah. You stop that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that got a lot easier with Amber being a part of the journey. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. 
And so now you leave in... Less like, than two weeks. I was going to say 10 days, but we're about 11, 12 days. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And so you're going to Central Asia. We can't say with who and where. No, yeah, security-wise. So it is a persecuted country. Um, so yeah, security-wise, we can't really... I don't want to give away like the specific country or even the group I'm going with or the names of the people I'm meeting. Yeah, um, I know I can't pronounce it. <laughs> <It's>, we've, <laughs> we've gone through that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's... The, the population there of Christian is 0.7%. Oh, snap. So there's, I don't know, millions of people and like... A, f- a hundred ten, Christians. Tens of thousands. Yeah, like a few thousand Christians. So um, it's it's a dark... The people I've been talking to, it's a dark place. Um, and there there is persecution. It's been ranked on, I don't know... Voice the Martyrs or Open Doors, I forget which one. They have like a ranking system. It was ranked in there. Yeah, oh yeah. Don't it say was, where. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good girl. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely ranked. Um, so there's a lot of um, a lot of persecution. And it's not it doesn't necessarily mean that it's um, like I could be, I mean, I could be thrown in prison or kicked out of the country. But um, there's different levels of persecution. And a lot of it is the local people there that convert. Um, are ostracized from their villages, kicked out, lose their jobs. Um, they could, you know, potentially go to jail. Um, and so that's one of the reasons I don't, you know, it's better not to say exactly where, um, in case anyone's, anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome if they were, but, yeah. um, so are you scared? You know, honestly, the, I, I don't know if it's na- naive, naivety, naivete, naivety. Being naive. Nativity? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's just You're being... You're clearly asking the wrong person for, <laughs> for word help. Uh, yeah, I don't know if... I, I honestly am not scared security-wise or mm. safety-wise. I okay. don't know what that is. Um, um, I, more than anything, the, the fear is that I'm going to be unhelpful. And I, that goes back to that idea of, like, it's pediatrics, like, mm. um, and, like, Satan talking, like, he, he's not going to use you, how can he use you? Um, and so that's, that's the thing I'm most concerned about. I'm going to get there and be like, cool. Stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got nothing for you. And so, uh, yeah, um, I'm not really too concerned about the safety. I've been praying through, like, I don't want safety to be a distraction, mm. um, and security or ins- insecurity on my part to be a distraction from what God's doing. Um, because he is doing some amazing work there and, I don't want me being like, wait, can I, can I go over there? Or like, is this, is this dangerous? Or even me, um, being very white, um, being a distraction, right? Like I don't want to be some novelty, um, because I, I will look different than most of the people there. Um, I just want to be kind of, uh, like the hands and feet. Like if I were just hands and feet, like moving people, mm. <laughs> like that's what I want or a mouth, you know, to spread the good news. And that's the bottom line. Um, it's not just therapy, like right. It's the it's the gospel work. Um, one of my favorite verses that's tattooed on me is "How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news," and it and it goes. Oh, on. Say that again. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. Um, so it's Isaiah fifty two seven, and I I read it. It's quoted in Romans. Paul's talking about like how are they going in Romans ten? How are they going to? Um, how are they going to hear if no one goes? And how are they going to go if no one sends them? And then he quotes that verse. And I love that because I'm like, how beautiful are the feet of the, of the people who go and just spread the good news? 
And, um, yeah, so the, that's, I get, to, I get the opportunity to use skills that I, I paid a lot of money. I'm in a lot of debt <laughs> because of all, all my schooling. Um, I get to use those skills in order to kind of have an in to then be the good news, to be um, the hands and feet of Jesus. Because if I, if I help someone walk, fantastic, it's life-changing. But if I help someone um, find eternal life, like that's eternity changing. Eternity changing. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what that's where I'm I'm hoping to kind of land. So that's where <clears throat> this has been a fun conversation with you because I mean for the last 14 months because yeah. there has been this awkward struggle too that we've talked about where do I just move my family or do I or do I can my vocation mm-hmm. my job yeah run concurrent with a separate calling. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we minimize the separate calling because of the vocation. Mm-hmm. And how do we, how do we, how do those things coexist? And so like every time we pray as a staff or, or I, I, I'm praying, I, for like, I, I don't know, church staff or we're just praying together or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm always reminded and I always thank God that this group of people, we get paid to do what you've called everyone to do, mm. right? Like, yeah. like I don't have to make the choice between yeah, yeah. vocation and calling. Mm. Like they're, 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 they live together, yeah. which goes back to my daughter. She said she wanted to be a pastor. And, uh, I think the question was why maybe Allison asked her why. And she said, well, if I'm supposed to tell people about Jesus, why don't I get paid for it? <laughs> that's, that's really wise. <laughs> that's like a, that's like another level of like wisdom. Like. Yeah, and she said it. So awesome. um, we're in trouble already. <laughs> um, yeah, just go watch. <laughs> if you've seen her cheer, then you know we're in trouble. Yeah, um, she's the, the sassiest pastor ever. Um, oh yeah. After me, anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so that that actually was a part of the conversation early on too. Of like. Yeah. What does it look like? Yeah. Like, do they have to live separately? Yeah. And God, God, one of the nuggets for me as watching, watching this journey for you has been that they don't. Yeah. Like I can be, and so I look at my brother who's like just obsessed with security stuff. He's a police officer. He like, he's, you know, private military all like, he's just obsessed with that. And, um, he got to go be a, like a private security guard, um, on a mission trip for someone very, like high level, very important, very on the radar of things. Mm. And I'm like, that's God using your vocation yeah. to spread the gospel in a completely random, crazy way that you would never have thought. Right. Yeah. And, and, and in, even in that there was a little bit of like, he was, someone spoke uh, Dan, a verse in Daniel over him when he was like 10 and I said, you will sit you or you, you will stand or sit in a room with with kings and prophets or something like that, and I was like, mm-hmm. "That's okay. That's really weird." He did, like mm-hmm. as a mission, as a security yeah. on a mission trip for someone, right? Like, so it's just how do those? And I think a lot of times, and 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 you know, it's really easy for us just kind of what we feel like the average person, right? Mm-hmm. Like you feel like um, I think of all of our youth leaders, right, and go, "No, that's God." Like. God's using you concurrently with your vocation right now yeah. in a mission field. Yeah. And if you feel like God's, it's bigger than that, set up the dominoes and see. Like, yeah. it, it didn't cost you anything to set up dominoes. No, no. Just some time. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, yeah. It, it didn't cost any skin in the game yeah. to set up dominoes to see. Yeah. And okay, God, now God's pushing. So is Amber 
What do you think? Her, like, what do you think her state of mind is right now? Yeah, I think as it approaches, it's becoming more real, um, for sure. Because before it was like, yeah, in like six months you're gonna leave, and in like three months you're gonna you're gonna go on this trip. That's awesome. And, and then tomorrow it's like, like you're leaving me with these babies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor kids. Um, I don't see her yelling that like in, no. a, in a weird voice like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, I, she might just glare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. I mean, she's sold sold into the the vision, and I think a lot of that goes back to months ago partnering. Um, so I think I think she's more cognizant of the security of stuff. Right. Um, I, I mean, I think that's just part of like a mom, wife, mom wife kind of, and and which is wise because she's like, well, you should probably think about this or or that, and um and be careful. Which where I'm like. Let's just go. Like, let's just, why not? Um, she has a little bit more wisdom as far as being safe. Um, so yeah, she's been she's been fantastic. Like being on board with this, and that's been that's been really cool. As far as like the long term, I don't know, and that's why I'm, I've been calling this a vision trip because I I believe Ooh, that's good. Yeah, like I I know that God has led me to this one. I have no idea what the future holds. If it's us packing up and moving and living there. Um, like full time or if it's um, maybe going for summers at a time and I could I'm doing some teaching because I know that there's some need for for teaching um, therapy like for a month at a time or if that's maybe every couple years we go for a week or I lead teams or I have no there's so many options I have no idea or like I don't go at all ever again <laughs> yeah I mean that's and that's totally that could be God being like good job I right, don't come back like I, I have no idea but and so I, I'm trying to one of my prayers is that I'm cognizant of what the spirit kind of does over there on my heart. Like this is what I have for you for the future. This is, so I, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm totally open to kind of what God, God does. Um, and back to your point with vocation, um, that's, I've seen quite a bit of that. Listen to a bunch of different missionaries kind of move the movement right now with international missions is go learn a skill be good at that, then go to the mission field and use that skill while doing mission work. Mm. Um, and so I think before a lot of the trend was like, go be a missionary. And then you like graduate high school and you go be a mission, you know, like you just pack up and go with no real like skill set outside of maybe gospel work. Um, and it's been kind of this cool movement of like, Hey, you love computer science, go do that. And then go move to Iran and, you know, be a computer science guy and get a job and live there, and then through that you can you have missions. Well, and that seems to be a little bit more of the theme biblically, yeah. Than what we've made it out to be, yeah. right? Like Paul being this amazing tent maker, yeah. Like he had a job, like yeah. he, uh-huh. he, and that's what paid for him to travel a lot of the time, yeah. Like now these other churches did kind of support him, and he you see him thank them for the support and love and yeah. and all that, but he he did that, and yeah. he had a vocation. It wasn't like he just like elevated himself and rode around on a horse to these different places and like and then yeah. Paul ooh Paul's coming in to preach and yeah. here's the autograph line and yeah. you know I mean Jesus was a carpenter for years before going into full time or I guess full time ministry. Ministry, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um <laughs> do you think Jesus oh, this is totally a separate topic and this okay. is gonna make our podcast longer, but it's totally cool. <laughs> um I I read something that was the, the case that Jesus wasn't poor. Yeah, I've heard that. I I, I don't I haven't read it, but yeah. I've heard that like idea. Yeah, like that yeah. he like like they had money to pay for stuff. Yeah, like he wasn't like begging. 
like yeah. a beggar. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. And I don't want people to think that I think Jesus was like rolling with his homies. I don't want like, <laughs> to don't you, jump did down you that check out that armoire I yeah. made? <laughs> Sold it for 10 grand. <laughs> you want to talk about a farmhouse table with shiplap? <laughs> Look at what Jesus could do. <laughs> Chip Gaines, I love you. You're the best. But Jesus was better. No. Oh, <laughs> or Clint. Yeah. Clint. Yeah, Clint's the carpenter. <laughs> I finally, f- I worked in Fixer Upper on episode two. Yes. <laughs> so great. Um, awesome. Yeah. Which there's, I, I, I read an article about them too. Mm-hmm. About, um, they opened up the silos for the church under the bridge in Waco. Really? They're doing construction on 35 and Chip went to the pastor and said, you guys can meet at the silos Rent free, we'll take care of you, all that stuff. Dang, that's cool. Like, yeah, Allison and I, she went to Baylor so um, in Waco, so we, uh, I think we went one time. I know her and, and a, a couple of roommates used to go to the church under the bridge. It was just really? homeless people, basically. And this church would just set up under the bridge where all the homeless people would sleep so cool. and have church. 26 oh. years that church has been doing that. That is awesome. So, um, so I, we're going to have you back when you get back because awesome. I'm totally intrigued by what <laughs> I'm going to live through you while I sleep in my cozy bed. Yeah. Um, like, and there was even like questions of like culturally, like how do you fit in? How do you not accidentally disrespect? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I asked, I asked the guy that's in Cyprus. I'm like, Hey, is there, are there cultural things that I need to be aware of? And he said, yes. And I said, what? And he said, yep, <laughs> there's a lot like, like, like you're probably going to maybe like put, like inadvertently insult somebody on accident. It's just going to be something you have to learn. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't usually like to step on people's toes, but maybe stepping on toes is a cultural norm. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, and and what's crazy is the the couple that I'm going to be staying with is not American, um, and they're not. To, but they're not locals. They're not locals. Yeah. Yeah, they're from a completely another continent. Yes. Than what you're from or where you're going. Yeah, so so talking through the idea of like multicultural like layers it's going to be fascinating um and maybe a little stressful <laughs> like is this is this your local thing or is that like a is that a global thing or is like your preconceived notion on this idea like where's that coming from because right. you know as a whole like there's so much background i don't know it's, it's gonna be it's awesome. really interesting it's gonna be great and sure. i'm really excited for you to share uh for youth and on here of what's going on. So if you guys have questions um, for Nathaniel or just want to say something encouraging, please um, comment and you know, you comment on um, iTunes, Google Play, on Podbean, whatever uh, your format is of listening, or an email um, to CodyKleckler at gmail.com. Um, I'll probably get a more official email at some point. But let us know if you have questions for Nathaniel for when we have him back. Throw those out there too. Um, that'll be great to have but we thanks for sharing dude yeah I appreciate it thanks for having I, we, me i could talk to you forever about this yeah um like every friday yeah <laughs> um but then a couple things you have a blog going i haven't i haven't launched it you haven't launched it yet i need to okay um i'm not real tech savvy so i'm still working through the logistics but yes i'm gonna have a blog that will kind of spell out a little bit more detail like kind of my journey and then hopefully i'll be journaling over there so that'll be kind of included we can watch that stuff do you know what it's going to be like the web address no nothing i don't know okay 
this is going live later (laughs) in like two hours hopefully so i won't be able to tell them what it is but once we find out like when you get back yeah yeah. we can throw yeah it might be after that i actually launch it because i I need to make sure security wise what i can actually put in it oh that's true because i want to make sure that that team isn't that they're um i'm not jeopardizing their work or safety makes sense yeah that's good so we will be praying for you Awesome. Wife Amber, Isaiah, Titus, oh crud. Nora Jane. Nora Jane. Ella Wella. And Ella. Um, for you guys. And if you guys want to throw those prayers out there, that would be awesome. Thank you. Comment and be encouraging to him. And I'll make sure they get to him. We probably might won't talk. We might talk through email while you're there, if yeah. you can. Yeah. Um, just a couple of times, just how that's going. But yeah, if you guys have questions, throw them out there, throw comments out there. And um, it's really cool. We got approved. We're on iTunes now, which awesome. I'm super stoked about. I Sweet. thought that would be really difficult. I've heard it's difficult to get yeah. onto iTunes. Um, awesome. We are on Google Play Music as well. So you can check that out, download that there. Awesome. And that's pretty much it. Like I said, um, next week we will be um, talking. Um, I do have confirmation for um, talking to a couple of people about... Um, some suicide issues, which is oh, super prevalent yeah, right yeah. now. Um, Definitely. Had an amazing pre, pre-conversation about identity with someone mm. that I want to talk about, and not yeah. because that's what we're reading in Radical Mentoring. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and some other things too. I had an awesome uh, pre-marriage counseling session Wednesday night after youth. Yes, I left Dang, here at 12. Man. I think I walked in the door at 12.24 after a two-hour pre-marriage counseling session. So some cool, really cool stuff there. So if you guys have any questions about any of that, throw it out there. Um, next week will be forgiveness. Um, it may actually go out before next week, next Friday, but um, at least by next Friday, we'll have a couple bigger conversation just myself about forgiveness. And I know we've had a couple of questions about that. So thanks. Thanks, Nathaniel. Thank you guys for listening. And y'all have a very, very awesome week. Peace.